alive, dude! What up, everybody? What is good? Welcome to the Damn Dude Podcast. Damn Dude. This is Season 2, Episode 85. Holy shit, we are moving along, you guys. That means 185 episodes are out and live and in the books and out here for history and out here for the rest of my family and friends and whoever the fuck gives a shit about me or has any interest in what I have to say or finds me relatable in any way. So... That's pretty fucking cool. I take pride in that. I think that's really fucking dope. Uh, for those of you new to the show, my name is California Cal, and I'm nobody special. I just have a unique perspective and my own unique life experiences that I share. But what a lot of people will say is that, damn, like this shit's pretty fucking relatable. Like I relate to this very well. I can see myself in what you're sharing, and uh, that's just what we do. You know what I'm saying? Because I truly believe that the more access we have to different contexts and perspectives in life, the more easy it is to fucking navigate through life. You meet different people, you gain a new context. You're like, damn, I didn't even know people can be like this. I didn't even know there was this type of human being. I didn't know that this was a personality. Or it's like, damn, this person's personality reminds me of this, but with a twist of this. Or like shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So like, when we are able to collect different perspectives, we're able to just see for life from so many different angles. And when you can see something from many different angles, there's that's more that creates more understanding. And there's when there's more understanding, there's more love to be had because we're at peace when we understand. You dig? So, like I said, this is just a show where we have the conversations that need to be had in a way that'll make you think and say, "Damn, dude! Damn, dude!" Damn, dude. So, yo, yesterday, October 19th was yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, October 19th, uh, was my grandpa's funeral. And fuck, man. Rest in peace to my grandpa. He's an absolute fucking legend, dude. Um, Absolute legend. Like... My grandpa's next level. I made an episode about him about like a week ago or so. And it's just like, yo. He lived such an impactful life is fucking crazy, dude. And at his funeral, my grandpa was old. I think you I want to say it was like 90 something. He was in his 90s. And at his funeral, like there was at least like 60 to 100 something people showed up. Like, to be that old and have that many people show up is pretty fucking impressive. Like, you had to have made a serious impact to be that old and have that many people show up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was it was very beautiful, man. Like, I've seen all my uncles and cousins and relatives. And it's just like, I forgot how beautiful our culture is. Like, my ch- my ch- like I don't look at it all, but my Chinese half is Chinese as fuck. So, like... I mean, like, my family is, you know what I'm saying? Like, real deal. They're like, they're all, like, like, um, the majority of my relatives are first-generation Americans. So, just to kind of, like, put it into perspective, um, like, my dad is a second-generation American, but, so that'd make me a third. Um, but what I'm saying is, like, all the rest of my relatives, a lot of them are first-generation, unless it's the kids of them. Um, so, it's pretty crazy, dude. Like, I... S- when I'm like gathering from my grandpa's funeral and just being there and I went and I gave a little speech of my own and you know I heard my uncles talk and some of my grandpa's friends talk and it was just and different relatives and I'm just like holy fuck dude if there was one thing that was a common thread well let me say this the first thing that was evident and completely obvious to me anyway was how much my grandpa created family and community. You know what I'm saying? Like, to actually be able to create such a huge community and family and to be able to bring that many people together at a time of passing with that much age is 
pretty fucking impressive. And like the community and the family that he created, like my grandpa's responsible for so much life on this planet. It's, it's absolutely next level, dude. Like, dude, like, I don't know, man. It's, it's pretty, it's like having six kids and then to have all the six kids have kids and then those kids have kids and there's like so it's like dude that's just it, the the family tree just off of him alone is crazy like the amount of life that he's responsible for because of what he's done like dude and then on top of that like the success the the foundation that he established here in the United States of America like my grandpa is like the fucking absolute like poster child for what it means to live and create the American dream like he shows and lived what the fuck is possible in this country and like I'm really realizing that like holy fuck like that's such a big deal like they chose my family chose America for a reason the United States of America like we're really fucking blessed to be here and yes there's other amazing and beautiful places in the world 100% but to live here is very is very much a blessing and when you can see what my grandpa saw and you can do with it what he did dude that's some boss shit like you're you're living the dream dude like wow, you know, create a big family, buy a bunch of property and retire early, live a good life, man. Like the whole fucking community knows my grandpa, dude. Like his whole, the whole town, like in my junior high school, people knew my grandpa in high school. People knew my grandpa out of high school. People knew my grandpa. Once they were like, oh, that guy, that's your grandpa. Of course I know him. They're like, oh, that's Mr. Leong. He helped me, blah, blah, blah. Dude, the stories are so endless of how many people my grandpa helped. So what I was getting at is that was the first thing that was evident and obvious to me was the sense of community, the sense of family, how many people showed up, how many lives he really like helped create, like created that created so much other life. Like my son couldn't exist without my grandpa. My cousins couldn't exist without my grandpa. Like you know what I mean? Like my uncles couldn't exist. My dad couldn't exist. Like so many of us couldn't exist without them. And, um, it's just such a beautiful thing to see like, damn, no matter what, no matter who does what in their adolescence and their adulthood, whatever, no matter who accomplishes this or that, or doesn't accomplish this or that or whatever, at the end of the day, it's like, we all grow up and we all matter and we all have equal place on this planet and we all have equal importance and we all serve a different purpose here. And something that's so beautiful is like, to me, like growing up, like my uncles are my heroes. Like, you know what I mean? Like they were just the coolest people that I could fathom. You know, and I'm sure many of you guys can relate if you got cool ass uncles and aunts and stuff like that. And my aunt too, she was just so fucking cool to me. She was always so nice and so giving to me. And like, she was probably like one of the few people to like really show me love in a way where it's like she would really think about me and like take the time to gift things for me and, you know, make sure I was really special and make sure that I was really acknowledged and felt. And I really appreciate that. And my uncles, they showed me how to be cool, how to be tough, how to talk shit, how to just kind of like, have pride for yourself and your and stand up for yourself you know I'm so grateful for that like just all the funny experiences we would have growing up like just I don't even know it's just there's some sort of influence that your uncles have on you when they're cool as fuck and it just does something for your life and for you as a man. And especially like as a teenager, as a boy growing up, like I remember like my uncles would tell me like, dude, like if anybody fucks with you at school, like you let me know, like your uncle's got your back. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, nobody fucks with you. And I'm just like having that in the back of my head 
all the time, I'm like, yo, like, I can handle myself, but if it goes beyond that, I know they got my back. And then, like, as I grow up thinking about it, I'm like, the chances of, like, my adult uncles coming to, like, beat the shit out of some little kid like at the same age as me is like probably unlikely but they definitely punk somebody and talk some good shit and then my youngest uncle he's not very much older than me actually so he probably could but anyway <laughs> it felt good having that you know what i mean it was just this sense of like now that i'm thinking back and reflecting on it it kind of created this like sense of like tribe and this like primalness almost where it's like we would go out on missions and it was almost like just felt like us in our own bubble just going out and then there was the rest of the world and it was like such an interesting feeling man like um so to be able to just go and connect and see all my uncles and the roles that they all play in the family and in community and in life and it's just so cool and then I I can really see it's almost like wow dude I hope some I hope my uncles listen to this one because it's pretty cool I see my uncles like, and like my uncles and my dad, I should say, all included, right? I see all of them, all of you guys, as like the transformers. And it's like, my grandpa, Grandpa Tom, was like the Megatron. He was like the fully like stacked version. And then all my uncles are like the individual pieces which build the family. And then my, you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Like, each family member is their own piece, and each piece plays its own role and has its own importance and that's each member of the family so i'm looking up and i'm like damn there's enough family members to see that each person has their piece and where they fit in and how this all makes sense and how it all carries on my grandpa's legacy so i'm like dude i see the importance of family and and just having that structure and like creating that. And whether you have immediate family or not, your uncles could be your influences. It could be your neighbor. It could be your best friend's dad. It could be your fucking, there's so many options. I have a lot of people who consider my parents, their parents, you know what I'm saying? And it's just, that's fine. I mean, certain things, certain people that aren't your direct parent need to be your parents for you. You know what I'm saying? So like, I'm just like looking at the whole thing, like, dude, okay. Like, my grandpa was a badass. He was a big deal in the Chinese community. He was a big deal in in the community of San Diego. He's a big deal in the whole restaurant industry. He's a big deal in the world of chefs. He's a big deal in the world of property. He's a big deal at the fucking horse races. He's a big deal. Wherever the fuck he goes, everybody knows my grandpa. Like, he was just one of those people that, like, he was just like a... <laughs> This is funny. <laughs> this is the, the image that comes to my mind. There was one time when me and my friend were a kid and you know, those orange like construction, like when they put those little, like a, uh, it's like a table saw that it's just that little thing that like folds out and it's a construction thing. And there's the blinking yellow light on top. Well, one time we stole one of those blinking lights during the daytime and we threw it in the bushes to like take it back out later at night, not even realizing like the thing was on. And you have to have a special key to turn these these special lights on and off, right? And we didn't know that. So, like, at nighttime, all of a sudden, this thing just starts flashing in the bushes. And we're like, yo, what the fuck? Like, we're snitching on ourselves. Like, oh, hell no. So, like, but, like, what I'm saying is, like, (laughs) the feeling of you steal something, you take something you're not supposed to have, And then all of a sudden it just starts fucking flashing like, hey, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm right here. I'm right here. You're like, yo, like you can't turn this thing off. Like, and it just seems brighter and brighter the more you can't turn it off. That was like my grandpa's personality. He's one of these people that like he was just this flashing light everywhere he went. He's just this light of energy, of radiance, of like community and and sharing and like talking to people. He would talk to everybody. And like, I'm thinking back, I'm like, fuck, I wish I would have just consciously absorbed that more. Like the way he fucking just talks to people, schmoozes with people, the everything. I'm just like, fuck, dude, he's so, we're going so cool. And like, it's just so interesting, dude, because that really like pointed me towards realizing, dude, like we each have our role in our family, in our community, 
in our job, at our work, in our relationships. And it's like, how many of us are conscious of our role? And if you are or aren't, and let's say you are conscious of your role in your family, your life, your community, is it a good one? And are you, do you actively engage in that? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, damn, what is my role in my family, in my place? Like, I'm, I'm good at, I'm a natural like mediator. I'm really good at mediating things and connecting people in certain ways, but I'm not really good at like strengthening and deepening relationships and maintaining relationships and staying in contact. So I realized that could be a bunch of bullshit, but that's just where I find the reality of where I find myself at the moment. So I'm like, dude, like, what is my role? I'm like, I know because it's like in the community, I know my role in the community. I know my role in my work and my and what I do for a profession. I know my role in a lot of my relationships. But then like as my grandpa passes, I'm like, damn, what is my role in this whole family? Because it's like without me, it would be a big deal. So with me, it's got to be a big deal, too. Right. Because we all have our place. And I'm just like, huh, interesting, like what is my role? And I realized it kind of just, it just struck me right now, actually, it was kind of a combination of things that hit me. And it just kind of all formulated right now for me, which is, for example, I was talking to my 10 year old cousin and it just killed me. It was like, I saw him go up to my grand to our grandpa's casket and he's just looking at me he started crying like I could tell like it really hit him and he really understood what was going on he really he was really feeling it I just felt his energy I just felt everything it just made me like it just tugged at everything inside of me and like I, I even got chills right now like just thinking about this and I just started I didn't start I wanted to feel bad at first but then I stopped myself I'm like no that is not a good big cousin, big uncle example to where it's like, oh, I feel bad for you. You're crying. No, I said, dude, it's okay to cry. Cry it all out. Let all the feelings go, man. And it's completely okay. And I just gave him a big ass hug and I just stood there hugging him and just, you know, like, dude, and, you know, just giving him the the general like talk, you know, of like when somebody dies, like, it's okay. This and that, you know, um, you know, and just tell him what I could, whatever was real for us at the moment. And like, it was cool, you know, and I could tell he really appreciated that, you know, and I, I just saw myself too. I remember when I was six years old, like being at my sister's funeral. And that was like the first moment I decided in my life that I was unseen and I was not important because that was like the one time where people weren't all excited to see me because it was such a sad occasion. You know what I mean? It wasn't about me by any means, but as a little kid, when you go around and all the family and all the friends are like, oh, Calv, like, you're so cool, blah, 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 blah. You know, everybody's like fucking wrestling me and pinching me and whatever, you know, talking shit to me and just like, I'm a big deal. This is how it, it felt, you know. But when my sister passed away at her funeral, I remember there was just a moment. It's like funerals are long and people are hurting. And like, especially you see a baby in a casket as an adult, like I can only imagine, you know. So I'm like, fuck, dude, like. I literally remember looking at all the family and being like, damn, or just like all the, not family, but all the just people, including family, friends, whoever, and just being like, damn, I don't matter. I'm an adult. I'm growing up now. Like my childhood is over. Like I felt that shit. I remember standing there and I just decided that. And that was when I, when I first started like getting in trouble and started doing bad in school and all this other shit. And I'm just like, fuck, dude. Like, I just decided I didn't matter. I was invisible and I was grown up and I had to handle shit on my own. And that life was far more serious than fucking homework or schoolwork. It was like, nah, life is about life or death, dude. Like, you don't understand. You could be, yeah, you're playing fucking kickball all willy nilly. You don't understand. You could be dead right now. And that was like my understanding that I was walking around with as a kid because I decided that I was invisible and that I had to grow up and that childhood was done for. And that's not something that a six-year-old should say to themselves or to choose for themselves, you know? So I recognize that. And as I like grow older and I work through all this shit, I'm like, damn, I go and I talk to my little cousin later at the, after the burial. And I'm just sitting there, we're chopping it up for like a long time. I don't even, time was just frozen. I don't even know how long went by 
I was sitting there, I just sat with him, I just got in this world, and I'm like, dude, and I was just, you know, I was just like, dude, what's up, man, like, how do you feel, and I was just like, I'm okay, you know, and just, just being very real, and I, I realized it was really on me, and that a big part of my role just in life is to be able to help kids because I have some sort of ability to get into their world in a unique way. And I'm not saying other people can't do it or whatever, but I definitely have a very unique twist with connecting with kids in a way to where they feel heard and they feel understood and they feel good about themselves. And I realized I do that for a living I fucking just connect with kids all day. And it's like, I'm really fucking good at it. Now, at the same time, I'm like, dude, this is my role in the family. It's like, dude, like my grandpa gave me the Chinese name of Gavin. And he said it means mediator and connector. And I, would, I never really understood how that applied to my life or my family. But now I'm realizing I'm like, damn, I have a unique insight because I got broken as a child and I kind of reconnected with my child as I grew, as I grew older, I can like speak that language still. So I was just getting, I'm like, I was just talking to him like, dude, like, you know, like, so what's up? Like, what do you want? How's school? Is this, that? Like all the basic shit. And also like, dude, like, what do you want to do when you grow up? Like, what do you want to do to make money when you grow up? And then just asking like, oh, how come? What about that? Why this? Why that? And then I led that conversation into, um, like, dude, you know, like, and I kind of gave him, like, the uncle talk that, like, my uncles gave me, and granted, is my cousin, but, you know, we're, like, fucking 27 years, 26 years apart, um, but I'm, so I'm, like, dude, like, you know, I told him the same thing, like, yo, dude, like, anybody messes with you at school, we're family, and this is what Grandpa Tom would want us to do, and I was telling him, like, dude, our grandpa, he wants us always remember all the cool memories you have, all the memories, good, bad, everything. And I just, I was asking him, like, dude, tell me some of your, like, what's one of your favorite memories of grandpa? And what did he say exactly? Um, I forgot exactly what it was, what the food item was. I think it was watermelon or something. But my cousin was like, yeah, there was this one time when my grandpa, he asked me literally like probably like a hundred times if I wanted a piece of watermelon. No matter how many times I said no, he would just ask me if I wanted it again. <laughs> and like, I don't know. It was just like the context. It was just so cute. I was just cracking the fuck up. Like, and I was like, dude, that's awesome. Like, I love that one. And like, we're just sharing stories back and forth. And, and then I was sharing with him how my little sister passed away and like how it felt for me when I was a kid. And like, he was just like, wow, like, he really, like, related, he's smart as fuck, and I was just like, damn, like, this is fucking cool, you know, and, like, um, I was just, so, I, I say all this to get to the point of, I'm realizing that, like, a big gift in my family is to be able to, like, help communicate things in, in ways that make sense to a lot of the kids, and to help be there for the kids, and to, like, show and lead the kids in my family, how to fucking be a dope adult, what it looks like to be a dope ass adult who can communicate with the kids. Because I remember like, that was one thing I always thought was so cool. Is like all my uncles, no matter how old they got or were or whatever, they were always able to communicate with like the young, the kids. Like they have this cool way of talking to the kids where they just kind of understand their world. And I'm like, damn, okay, I have this gift too. And I'm gonna take it deeper from my own experiences and what I've observed and learned and like all of that, right? Because it's like, if my uncles and aunt are the product of my grandpa, then I'm the product of my grandpa and the sum of them and my dad, which equals me. So that means I have to have this shit and I gotta run with it, you know? And it's like, I realize that when we suffer a certain amount, it makes us work a certain amount harder, you know, but like, and I realized because like, yeah, I grew up with my own struggle and suffering and whatnot, but I grew up good. I grew up in the United States of America. Like I'm very blessed and very fortunate and not everybody's this blessed. So I realized because of that, my drive and my hustle is not as strong as somebody who's like my grandpa who had to fucking fight to get here. So I'm like, all right, how can I step up my drive and my vision and my purpose to fucking really serve the whole point of my entire family fucking coming here? Damn, dude. 
Damn, dude. We're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna be ride bike. Yo. What up, you guys? Welcome, bicycle. So, yeah, dude. So that conversation I had with my cousin was just so cool, dude. Like, it was just so fascinating to see. Like, when you see, like, the kids in your family start growing up and, like, comprehending deeper shit, it's really cool. It's like, wow, like, it's so easy to kind of lock kids into, like, especially family member kids, into, like, the kid version of themselves and to have that vision of them where it's like oh you just see the little version of them all the time you see like the rugrat version of them you see like that little spark in their child personality version of them so it's hard to see them as their adult serious version at times you know what i mean so like it felt really cool for me to be able to connect with my cousin who i'm like whoa i didn't even realize you were old enough or and wise enough i guess to be able to comprehend such deep stuff and to interpret it the way that you do you know what i mean so it's like i think it's just so cool and we can get into kids world and like just really connect so it's like dude my grandpa that's exactly what he would want is to like keep building community he was all about community but the thing that he was really really about and i realized i kind of never got back to my original point which was what i noticed at my grandpa's funeral one was it's like how much community and life he created but two what everybody shared, it all had to do with helping people, saying, oh, he would always help everybody everywhere. The pastor of the church said that. His fucking lifelong friends said that. All the family members said that. There's not like a single person who is like, who who wouldn't agree that my grandpa fucking helped everybody. And like, there would be times where my grandpa's just so helpful, like, he, he would annoy people sometimes with it. Not, like, really, but, like, people would just get frustrated, like, no, no, no. And he's just so insistent on wanting to help, you know? Like, he's just so cool like that. Like, he's just so down. And, you know, that was something I realized, and I think I said in my, in, in the talk, I, in the speech I gave at the funeral, was like, dude, it was never about the money for my grandpa, like, yes, he hustled and he knew to make money. He was able to retire himself really early in life and support a huge family and a lot of people and a lot of things and help a lot of people. But like his whole thing was we help people. It's about the experiences of life and like helping others. And he would do that in terms of like playing games. Like you go to the fair and he's playing and bargaining with the fucking carny until you get the biggest fucking prize, right? It doesn't matter about how much money spent. It's about the experience. It's about the prize. It's about the fun, right? It's about the win. It's about the ex- just the experience. But the thing was, is like part even on a deeper level is like my grandpa's experience and his way of playing the game of life was to be of contribution, was to be of family, was to never put himself first. And like, I go back and forth with this whole concept of like not putting yourself first. Like I think there's a balance of like, you have to, if you, if we can maintain and take care of ourselves at a baseline level in life, we can eat healthy, we can exercise, we have good thoughts and we do good things. Then from there, helping people's way easier. Right. But it's like, or then from there, you don't really have to worry about yourself. And then it's easy to go and help others. But I think if we're at a point where we can't even help ourselves, then we don't really have any business helping others. Or that's where our whole focus should be. I don't know. I guess it's all just kind of like thinking and idea, right? Um, but no, like, I'm realizing like, dude, helping people it's like and it's like in a way helping people is helping yourself you know and I realize I'm like damn I really do get this from my family like because I caught myself is just I don't know it's just there's something that's it's always been in me to where I know to help people like how many times like I and I, I can go back and collect different examples of where this happened like I told this on the podcast before where it's like there was a time where I'm, there was a guy crashed on his motorcycle. My dad went out to go help him. And my dad ends up breaking his ankle in the process of trying to help this dude. 
And it just, it did so much because I saw humanity and it wasn't about where we were trying to get to or this or that. It didn't matter. Our car was overheating. Our car was ghetto back in the day. We had this Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme that was ghetto. Like it was brown and then the paint rusted out or it like peeled off and then it started rusting. So like the rust almost started matching the color of the original brown again. <laughs> but dude, that was the ghettoest car ever. Like ever. Ever, ever, ever. Anyway, why am I talking about that? Um, oh, yeah, it wasn't about the ghetto car overheating. It wasn't about our own car not starting again or getting where we need to again. It was about like, we need to help this people. Like somebody's hurt, we need to help. And that's kind of always been like my life motto. And I realize it's like, especially through no matter what my dad, no matter what or how much my dad or mom has taught me about, yeah, help people help others. Like my grandpa was already, he's been doing that. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, this is really where the shit comes from. And like, I don't know where he learned it from, but I think whoever taught my grandpa that and this is kind of a big part of the reason why this podcast exists is because it's like, damn, who taught grandpa that shit? Like, how did he know to be such a giving and kind person? Well, that's what I want to create with this show. So it's like in 200 years from now, the family can tune in and listen and have an idea of who the fuck our family is and what we're about and what we represent and the type of people that we are and were. Because, well, we're not going to be alive by then. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> um yeah, dude. So it's like to just really be, and I think the pastor said this, like to truly be a servant of God. Like my grandpa really was and is a servant of God. Like his message and his life and the ripple effect of what he's done is going huge. And the message and that's that cert, 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 servitude, I don't know, what's it called? The, the want to serve, the need to serve, the desire to serve, the spirit to serve. Mm. we'll keep going and living on because my grandpa's passing has inspired my uncles. It's inspired me. It's inspired my dad. It's inspired my brother. It's inspired my cousins. <clears throat> and it kind of just forces you to kind of get your ass in gear to a certain extent to like, I don't know, makes you just start thinking of shit different, you know? And my grandpa is just, he was a powerful force, man. Like literally the moment they close out the prayer during the burial, and I believe this, this crazy gusts of wind just started going out of nowhere. And then I even heard one of my little cousins ask his mom, my, I guess my cousin also, uh, was like, mommy, like, what is that? Why is that happening? I don't know what she said, but that was all I heard. And I was just like, wow. Like, I was like, damn, that's my grandpa coming to say goodbye. He's just a fucking force. Like, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> so... But it's like, dude, it's like, my grandpa really was a breath of fresh air for people in many ways. Like, he was just so straight with you. Yeah, he was probably also a pain in the ass for, for people during certain times. But it was so out of love and so in a way that was caring and loving and like, most of the time, like, fucking correct. <laughs> and, you know, we really should have been listening. Um, So... Yeah, it's just funny, man, like, whoa, is there a fucking earthquake right now? I feel shit shaking, maybe I'm tripping, I don't know, um, no, dude, but, like, just the whole thing of, like, we help people, and I can see how a lot of my family member were, a lot of my family are very just kind of, like, naturally of service, and each person has their way that they contribute that. And I think it's so cool. Like family is like fully just been getting redefined for me, you know? And then it's like to have my, and then to have one of my best friend's skins show up too, without me even knowing that he was going to come. I was just like, holy fuck, dude, like this is badass, man. Like it was just so beautiful. And then like after the fact, I got to hang out with my cousin and my brother and my cousin's boyfriend. And it was cool, you know, just chilling, kicking in, like, it was dope to get to know them more and like, you know, it's like my cousin, she was one of the ones that is the oldest. She's the oldest of the cousins of all of like all my first cousins. Well, 
second oldest, I should say. No, third, actually, because my little brother. But anyway, she's like the first oldest. She's the first cousin that I had. And um, it was so dope just to get to kick it with her, talk with her, and just like, you don't just get to like know more about her. And like, it's a trip because that was also like the same thing where it's like, I have this impression where she's this little baby all the time, you know, like, I'm like, no, I, re- I recognize you as like three or four years old. Like none of this, like being 21 type shit. Like what the fuck, you know, like, yo, so it's just, it's a trip, dude. And it's so cool. And it's like, she's got that same cool shit that like my uncles had and that I feel like me and my brother have. And like, you know, that it's just like that spark. There's a certain thing. I don't know what it is, but it's like, I don't know if everybody's got that in their family or how it is or what, but like, I'm just speaking, I'm I'm just sharing my own personal experience and observations, you know, because this is my show for the sake of documenting history. So it's like, dude, how can we all help more people? How can we all help ourselves? How can we all dedicate to serving others, serving God? You know, it's like, we are all the embodiment of God, I believe. I believe God exists and lives with inside all of us. <coughs> Excuse me. So when we serve others, we're serving God. When we serve ourselves, we're serving God. It's up to us to just be aware, you know what I'm saying? Like so many are on so like like I learned from fucking King James and Skid Row. He said I was too busy playing the me program when I should have been playing the we program. Damn, dude. Meaning, I was all about me, me, me. It was all about my fix. It was all about my food. It was all about my drugs. It was all about my time. It was all about my money. It was all about my wants, my needs, my desires, my time, and not yours. He's like, when the whole time I should have been helping everybody out playing the we program, how can we all eat? How can we all get better? How can we all, you know what I'm saying, rise up? Or if you're going to fucking, you know, how can we all get drugs? It's going to be cheaper if everybody pitches in. Whatever type of shit, right? And it's like, we got to fucking be playing the we program and not the me program. And I catch myself, excuse me, playing the me program at times. And I'm like fuck dude like this isn't about me my life isn't about me it's about my kids and what i can produce and what i can create and who i can help in this lifetime who i can serve how i can help you know and i know that children is my lane like i can i 100% help contribute to this world through the means of teaching kids and that's my gift and i'm very very blessed to have it and that's my place so I recognize I just need to help teach all the kids in my family all the cool shit that I know how to teach people how to do. You know what I mean? Swimming, surfing, skating, motorcycles, off-roading. Like, it's up to me to teach that shit and to share that shit. And at the same time in sharing that, having real conversations about what family means and what it looks like. Because the reality is, is like when the younger generation grows up, they're going to be in charge and we're the old people where they're like, sit down, stop trying to help. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, how do you want them to treat you when you're older? How do you want them to view life? What's the perspective that we want them to have? So that's what I think about. And I do my best to always have the deepest talks I can, I can have with my kids. Like me and Nate, we talk the deepest fucking conversations. Ever since he was a little kid, we talk about real life. We talk about life, death, love, god spirit energy sex drugs whatever you know what i'm saying mechanics tools biking skateboarding motorcycles wrestling ideas theories concepts games creativity business you know like we just, we talk about everything as deep as fucking possible and When we can do that with our kids, they open up and they trust us and they start thinking we're cool. So something that's really cool that happened to me that it's not that big of a deal, but to me, it's such a big deal. I'm very sentimental when like kids do nice gestures. So apparently on the car ride from the cemetery to go eat, 
my little cousin was asking, or his his mom, my aunt was telling me, she's like, dude, he was asking about you on the car ride over. Like, oh, is Calvin going to be there? Da, da, da. And I was like, what? Like, for real? And it just like, it just fucking melted my heart because I'm like, oh man, like, I feel like, damn, I think I really got through to him, you know? And I just want him to know he's safe, he's protected, and he's always got somebody here for him. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not, not in a way where it's like, dude, I'll solve all your problems. It's like, no, I'm here and I got your back and I'm here to help you help you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, so, but he, he was, I guess he was asking about me if I was going to be there. I was like, oh man, like that's so cool. Cause we never really got a chance to play where it's like, we got to really, or talk or whatever to where we got to like really connect. It's usually like he's out playing with all the other kids and stuff, you know? So I'm realizing, okay, like, I got to step it up on my end to, like, interact more and have conversations with with the family, you know, especially the kids and, and bring out different sides of them um, so they can more easily find their place in the family. You know, they can find their they, they can find their calling, their love, their their everything. <clears throat> um and then when we we're eating like it was so cute dude like he's like offering me different things he was making and stuff i was just like oh man like thanks dude like it was so cool and then i was just like playing like helping him make a mess and this and that and, you know it was cool man like it was really really cool i, I had a blast um <clears throat> but my point is is i think like we can take little things that we're good at and you enjoy and it's like to pay attention for like when you can spark a when you spark something in somebody you know it's like and I encourage everybody to go have conversations with the kids and their family where it's like conversations that aren't just about kids stuff like adult to kid you know it's like you talk to them like yo so like what's good bro like (laughs) you know what I mean it's like to the point where it's like and it doesn't have to be your own kids, but even, I'm just saying, like, for the sake of family, you know, it's like, I kind of like to create, like, my, I realized my uncles would always create this space to where it's like, I could tell them whatever, because I never felt like I'd get in trouble, or like, they would tell on me if I told them I fucking did something I wasn't supposed to, you know what I mean, like, they wouldn't snitch on me, like, I always could be like, oh, dude, blah, 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 so it's like, when a kid feels that safeness where they're not gonna get in trouble with you, they'll pretty much open up to you about you know, whatever, and they'll trust you, because it's like a whole kid's agenda is just to not fucking get in trouble, basically, it's like to have as much fun as possible and not get in trouble for it, that's like all a kid wants to do, so I feel like, you know, it's like when you kind of create that space, it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna let you be a fucking asshole, but at the same time, like, I'll, you know, I'll draw the line when need be, but at the same time, you got a little bit bigger of space to kind of run free with me versus your own parents, you know what I mean, like, (laughs) you know, I'm not going to get you in trouble for whatever. Like I completely understand why your parents would get you in trouble for that. I would get my own kids in trouble for that. But because you're on uncle or cousin time, now you're not getting in trouble for that. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it creates a safe space and it allows that influence of fucking cousins, uncles, family to like be safe and to like seep in, in a way where it really creates like a connectedness into where it's like, you can trust your family, you know? And like, I feel like in American culture, in United States culture, we've lost a lot of that, like, you can really trust your family. There's just been such disconnects, and there's been so much, like, we hear so much, like, mental health shit, and abuse, and this and that, and, like, to where people are like, man, fuck my mom, or fuck my dad, or fuck my brother, or my sister, or whatever, and it's like, when that happens, it's not, like, where do you, there's no structure, it's so, so many people are out here, like, on their own, like, where they've just given up on their family, or They never had a family and they're just trying to like fit in everywhere and kind of just find a place everywhere. And it's never actually like, uh, like manifesting in anything. It's never actually, you know, um, so I don't know, man. I think really like, I just encourage everybody to have conversations and get the most out of our kids and our old people and all of each other. But like specifically with our kids, dude, when we can connect with them, it does so much because they are the future generation. And 
it's crazy because they're watching everything. And if you think about it, how anybody who's thinking, who's old enough to watch a show and consider your con, your you are smart enough to be aware of your own thoughts and stuff. You're conscious enough of that. And it's like, we have the ability to, I don't know, to tune into the right ways of thinking and doing and be fucking good people and share and create trust and family and love and connectedness. Because, dude, like, life is not promised. Life is not guaranteed. It happens so fucking fast. People pass away so fucking fast. And it's like, anything that we, oh, that's kind of, I kind of steered off from my point, but anything that we were shown as examples by kids is the reason why we think why we think. And how we think how we think as adults like yeah it shifts and we mature and we learn lessons and whatever and like context will shift but you still know the same shit you know what i'm saying you just you learn more and you're like okay my context to fucking i don't know like my context is having fun walking to and from somewhere doesn't include like throwing rocks at fucking cars or i don't know i didn't do that but like Oh no, we used to throw berries at car. There at cars. There you go. So like my context of walking to school and having a good time walking, it doesn't consist of like throwing berries and kicking berries at cars anymore. Like now I can usually just walk somewhere without fucking with a bunch of shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, I still do the same thing, but my context of it is kind of shifted. So same thing when it comes to like shit you get in trouble with, whatever, like we can shift all of our context and perspectives in ways that we can. So I encourage all of us to shift our context and perspective to one where we actively make a point to go talk to, talk to the kids in our family, talk to other people, have conversations, get deep, just ask questions. And asking questions is really like, if you can ask people good questions, it makes them feel cared about. And some people, they're really naturally good at it, and some people are fucking terrible at it. I'm one of those people, I'm terrible at asking good questions, because I have to consciously, I'll literally like get in a conversation and be like, my mind just goes blank. Like, I can sit here and talk to, on a fucking microphone for hours, no problem. But, like, if I have to fucking talk to somebody in real life, I'm often just like, Ugh. and I don't know what to say, I don't know what to do, and I'm just like, well, fuck, you know? So I realized I had to, in order to break that, I had to learn to start asking questions. And it's like, you know, anything. Like, what do you enjoy doing? What do you do for work? Oh, why do you do that? That's like the key, I think, is to like, is to ask, if you're fucking socially awkward also, or like you have trouble, I should say, if you have trouble like coming up with things to say when you fucking meet people or see people or whatever, like just have a handful of questions. And for me, a kind of general one is like, what and then why and it's like if you can ask any like oh like what do you do for work oh i'm a blah 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 oh why do you do that how'd you get started in that if you can ask that like what how or the why how that's where like the gold is and that's kind of like where the the switch flips and it becomes easy to like talk about it you know um because it's like, oh, what do you do for work? Oh, I teach babies to swim and save their lives. I help adults overcome lifelong fears. And I have a podcast and I teach people to surf. Oh, okay, that's cool. But if somebody said, oh, what do you do? And I say all that, teach babies to swim, save their lives, help adults overcome lifelong fears, teach people to surf. I have a podcast. Why do you, why? What got you started and all that? Oh, shit. Well, with swimming, because back when I broke, I broke my neck in eight different places, um, I was going to be a firefighter originally. And then now I'm fucking talking now that, uh, and it's like, Oh, then that all of a sudden opens up a huge range of things to where it's, or it's like, I broke my neck. I was going to be a firefighter, but I broke my neck. And then I started my own business. And then this is what I've been doing. And somebody asked me why. And I, I say those things and be like, well, how'd you break your neck? Oh, well, you know, what was that like for you? Or then we, that can talk about motorcycles. I could talk about off-roading. I could talk about traveling. I could talk about the desert. You know, it's like just talking about motorcycles can spark. It's a billion conversations. And then, um, being a firefighter, that's like, there's so many relatable things to that, that somebody could bring up starting my own business. There's a billion questions that somebody could ask off of that. And then it's like, at the same time, let's say nobody acknowledges those questions. And I just keep talking 
there's just so many avenues that I can go down with just by the question that was asked to me, right? Oh, how come? Oh, why? Oh, you have a podcast? That's cool. Oh, you have a podcast? What got you started in that? What made you dedicate to, you know what I'm saying? And then boom, now you've got this deep ass conversation. I think that's where a lot of people who like don't know what to say struggle because that was me. I would never know what the fuck to say. I would just stand there awkward. Like people literally would ask my friends around me if I was mute in front of me because I'm just standing there like, I don't know what the fuck to say. Like, I don't have anything to contribute. I don't got anything funny to say. I don't got anything meaningful or dope. You know, it's like, I'm just, I got nothing to say. Like, fuck, you know, just standing there. <laughs> but, uh, like, I'm really good at just absorbing the awkwardness. Like, I can absorb so much awkwardness that the other person starts feeling awkward. And I can just kind of just tough it out in this weird way. So, like... <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of getting off course here, but my point is, is we have the ability to create family, learn from the old and learn from the young and enjoy, you know, and like learn from each other. We're very blessed to be here, you guys. If you're listening to this, you're blessed. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I got to go get ready for work. Actually, holy shit. I realized I cut my time really, really short here. Um, Music my son made, one of my favorite songs here. Please be sure to tell a friend to tell your best friends, cousins, uncles, best friends, pig farming, tractor dealing, wheel stealing, catalytic converter dealing, best friend's mom about the damn dude podcast. Be sure to go leave us a five-star written review, especially on Apple iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called these days. I would greatly appreciate that. We are still a top 10% podcast in all of the world out of all podcasts that's out of about three million podcasts in existence we're still a top 10 percent show thanks to you guys i appreciate you guys i love you guys like i said please go sh- please go like share subscribe whatever the fuck all that cool shit five star written review i love you guys i appreciate you guys have a beautiful day much love peace damn dude damn dude